Okay, so welcome to the Anxiety Hypnotherapist podcast today. I'm joined by Tom Palladino. Tom is a scalar energy researcher. He's going to tell us all about scalar energy today. So, hello, Tom. I am well. Thank you for the invitation, Mark. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for joining. So, can you tell us about scalar energy? Um, you know, what is it? Where does it originate? Yeah. It's a new and emerging science. It's as old as the sun and the stars. It's sunlight or starlight. All energy of the universe initiates with scalar energy. It's a, it's a divine energy. But sadly, uh, the academic world has not really quite grasped that that there are two energies. So I work with the energy of the sun, scalar energy. Again, it's a, a new technology, if you will. Mm-hmm. It offers great promise to mankind. It's free energy, clean energy. It will solve the energy crisis. It's just a matter now of awareness. You have to get the message out there. So scalar energy could be harnessed and used to power device as well. Yes, exactly, exactly. Nikola Tesla was able to harness scalar energy and power motors. He was able to send scalar energy and illuminate objects. Why we're not using this energy today? Well, there's various reasons, but let's let's just say that the, the future is bright, unintended, with scalar energy. Excellent. So what's the difference between scalar energy and electromagnetic energy? Well, from what I understand, all energy begins, initiates at the sun, the star, and that energy is scalar energy. It's not electromagnetic. So the primary energy, the animating force of the universe is scalar energy. Mm -hmm. Whereas electricity and magnetism are a derivative that's the end result that that that, so to speak energy electromagnetic energy is the tail end of the scalar wave it's it's the breaking down of the scalar wave into electricity and magnetism Mm -hmm. the initial energy of the universe is scalar energy excellent so using scalar energy you can heal people you can help people to overcome all sorts of ailments and just with a photograph you can help people to you can harness the power of scalar to that's right that's right i've I've developed scalar energy instruments that operate within that dimension Mm -hmm. and in so doing these instruments allow me to have control of a molecular form i can control a molecule Mm-hmm. So I can break down, say, a pathogen, a germ, such as a protozoan, a bacteria. Or I can control a molecule and I can actually create, assemble an antioxidant, an amino acid, mm-hmm. a fatty acid. So when, you, when you're able to accomplish that with an instrument, you can assure proper quantum health breaking down, eliminating toxins and pathogens, or creating, transmuting, assembling micronutrients. And if you could do that with ease, you can achieve that with ease with these instruments. Well, 
then it offers mankind a, a great prospect of what I call quantum health. I'm, I'm not working with people, as you mentioned. When I'm working with these instruments, I work with the person by way of their photograph. My photograph has a signal or a signature on it. And I access the signature on a photograph. I never work with people directly. Working in the, in the scalar energy force field or the quantum field, we can work with photographs. A photograph captures a person's energy, their force field. So I'm accessing that force field of a person. Excellent. And so as you know, my podcast is all about anxiety. How can uh, scalar energy help people with anxiety? Yeah, that's a great point. Well, what I've discovered with this energy that it really is the animating force of everything, including emotions. It's the scalar energy is the animating force of brain waves. Mm -hmm. Scalar energy is the animating force of our psyche. So this energy, this, this scalar energy is informational. Now, you put that into context, well, then our mind, our thoughts, our creativity, our emotions, our psyche, all of those are, are information. Now, some of that is, is good information. Some of that is harmful information. Mm -hmm. So I've developed these instruments to the point that they're so strong, I believe they will correct the conscience. I believe we can distinguish between right and wrong with the aid of scalar energy. And hence this, if you will, scalar energy then is a blessing. It's a blessing upon mankind. Mm -hmm. It's a correction of the conscience. It's a correction of phobias. It's a correction of anxiety. It's a correction of, of depression. So if I'm working with a very powerful scalar energy instrument, I believe it has a direct interface with our brain waves, our chakras, our emotions, our psyche, our, our conscious and subconscious mind. And this, if you will, this afflatus or this instruction from this instrument has profound uh, uh, psychological and emotional implications. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So the scalar energy, does it go by any other names? Yes. Everybody, I always say this, everybody's an expert when it comes to scalar energy. Once we understand the common language, we'll realize just how, how common scalar energy is. Some people call scalar energy uh, prana or, or consciousness. Others might call it zero-point energy or pyramid energy. Some people call it intuition. Uh, some might call it a, a longitudinal wave. Mm -hmm. what, what am I getting at? It's non-physical intelligence. If the electromagnetic spectrum depends upon the movement of electrons and, and lines of force of, of magnetism, we're not working with any protons or electrons. Scalar energy is non-physical. It is intelligence. It's divine intelligence. And everybody, everybody who thinks, everybody who has a mind, everybody has a mind, is using that paradigm. All thought, all feelings are made possible by way of scalar energy. So there has to be instructions behind thought. There has to be instructions behind emotions. 
there has to be some type of instructions behind responsible for anxiety. Now, if you, in case of in the case of anxiety or depression, if you can correct that faulty information, then you can correct anxiety. You can correct depression. Excellent. How long have you been researching stellar energy for? My life, 50 years. 50 years? Since I was a kid, 50 years. And you built instruments to yes. harness its power? And That's correct. I'll demonstrate one of the instruments. These are functioning instruments. This is a scientific effort on my part. <clears throat> so I'm not per se using any other medium except a scientific instrument. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm demonstrating now is a scalar energy instrument. That's one of the custom-built instruments that I work with. Yeah. Now, that instrument accesses a scalar energy dimension. It does not access electricity. That, that's not a movement of electrons. That instrument accesses consciousness or zero-point energy. And with that, I'm able to if you will, work my way into a paradigm, a non-physical paradigm of information. So that's an information system. Now, what do I do? I actually place a person's photograph inside that instrument. Mm -hmm. And then that instrument will access a person's emotional code or their intellectual code. That instrument will access the soul, mind, and body of a person. That's the new science of scalar energy in which we're using information. Information to correct the soul, mind, and body. It's non-physical. There's no chemicals. This is not surgery. This is not massage. It's non-physical intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, if I'm to see if I'm understanding this right, it's kind of like, radio waves and then you're harnessing those radio waves and directing them onto a specific yes soul. yes as a as way of an analogy my cell phone uses electromagnetic energy yes it, it will accept a, a microwave signal well we don't use electricity we use scalar and instead of sending energy a cell phone or communicating cell phone to cell phone, I communicate by way of a person's photograph. Mm -hmm. A person's photograph is like a cell phone. Obviously, my voice is not in a cell phone. Okay. Your voice, Mark, is not in a cell phone. Or when we when we go FaceTime okay, and we have a video, obviously no human being is inside my cell phone. It's their image. It's their if you will, electronic signal. Well, I work with scalar energy signals. And the beauty of this, this energy, you don't have to visit a clinic. You simply email. All of my work is done by way of emailed photographs. Today in my laboratory, I'm working with half a million people by way of an emailed photograph. Mm -hmm. So that's the projection here. This is where we're going with this energy. It's incredible, the potential. Excellent. So, if uh, scalar energy is all around us, and 
what is it that causes people to is it a disconnection from that energy that causes people to develop illnesses and sickness so yeah that, that's a very good point i believe if, if you look at disease mm -hmm. it has to be wrong information mm -hmm. wrong intelligence incorrect information yeah incorrect information so prior to any action you have to have instruction well, if we have perfect instructions, then we'll have perfect health. And what I'm trying to get at with scalar energy is to bring mankind back to perfect health, to the Garden of Eden, where everything was perfect. Everything was in order. There was only harmony. So if a scalar energy instrument can impart perfect instructions, then you will have perfect health. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So you mentioned Nikola Tesla. Who else has researched this energy before? Yeah, too, too few, Mark. Too few uh, researchers who developed the expertise. Uh, a man by the name of Thomas Moray, Galen mm -hmm. Hieronymus, uh, a Russian, uh, uh, Kozarev, uh, but just too few. Why? Because it's such a broad field. It's it's the energy of the cosmos. What am I getting at? Only a few researchers have been able to develop, perfect scalar energy instruments that can control this energy. Mm -hmm. Now, that, that's a shame because if we can control this energy and demonstrate that it's free energy and clean energy and super abundant, this should solve the energy crisis amongst other problems. So a scalar energy instrument, in my estimation, is a miniature star. Mm -hmm. What do I have? I have miniature stars. And what is a star? Perfect energy, infinite energy, infinite supply, super abundant, clean, with no side effects. So once we incorporate scalar energy, this free, clean energy of the universe, we will solve the energy crisis. Mm -hmm. So it will solve the energy crisis and everyone will have better health and yes. healthier emotions. Or... Yes, exactly. Exactly. So let this be a clearing call to everybody in the world. This technology is, is about to present itself to the world. And now once the world embraces this and then demands this type of technology, mankind will advance. Technology is, is our servant. Mm -hmm. And once this technology serves our needs, we will advance. The human race, mankind will advance with this new technology. Excellent. Can you explain a little bit more about how the energy can transmute matter? Yeah. Um, I'm going to use my two fingers. If this represents a molecular bond, an atomic bond, it's held together by intelligence, scalar intelligence. So a scalar energy force field will hold together matter. Mm -hmm. Or if you negate that intelligence, matter will fall apart. Mm -hmm. So what do I propose? What is advantageous we create, such as a vitamin and antioxidant, we actually create that micronutrient. If something, a pollutant, a toxin or a pathogen, some type of antigen is harmful to human health, we transmute it, we break it apart. 
So this is the easy way to create what's favorable and to break apart, to disassemble what's unfavorable. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and so how do you perceive it being possible to harness it to power yeah. the world? Yeah, power the world. I'll give you a, a few examples. Nikola Tesla was able to use a scalar energy motor to power a car. Tesla was riding around in a car with a scalar energy motor. The car uh, was not working under a combustion engine. So Tesla would was able to retrofit a car and power that car with free star energy. Well, imagine if we were doing that today. We would not be paying these ridiculous prices at the gas pump. We would not be polluting the atmosphere. We would be working with free, clean energy from the stars to power our cars. Now we have to revisit what Tesla accomplished. And if we can do that, we can solve the energy crisis. Tesla was able to broadcast this energy, radiant energy, scalar energy, and illuminate objects. If you, if you look at his work, he built a, a scalar energy tower in Long Island, New York. That tower did not have any wires, any telephone poles, any substation. So you have to ask yourself, what powered the tower? It was the stars. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's that star tower was able to produce free energy, scalar energy, and broadcast it. So he was well on his way to solving the energy crisis, but uh, evil forces stood in his way. Yeah, the oil. Yeah. People invested in oil didn't want that information getting out into the world. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's the impediment. It's a great technology. Once the world realizes this technology, they, they will ask for it, demand it, embrace it. But the impediment right now is the cabal. The cabal does not want mankind to realize this gift from God. Why? This energy is free. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to be making money off of people. And you're not going to control people. So scalar energy represents the, the leveling of the playing field, if you will. Scalar energy represents a new paradigm. And that new paradigm will make obsolete many, many industries, many, uh, many monopolies, frankly. And this, this is the, this is the, the real crux of the matter on a political scene. Mm -hmm. That free energy is is indeed in, being embraced by people, but is a, it is anathema to the Illuminati. Free energy will destroy that paradigm of the one world order. Mm -hmm. And so what phenomenon have you experienced working with scalar energy? Have you, yeah. what have you noticed in your own workshop? Can you illuminate objects? I can locally. I, I'm not able to, to send that energy to, to illuminate an object at a distance. I think I know how. I just have to ask for God's mm -hmm. wisdom. And uh, I believe in my lifetime, I will be able to illuminate objects at a distance. 
And once I do that, then I will demonstrate how this energy from the stars, this free, clean energy can be used to illuminate the world. Pennies on the dollar efficiently. And uh, that will be the beginning of the end of the energy crisis. When I can illuminate an object at a distance, that will be, if you will, the first domino that topples, signifying the end of the energy cartel. Excellent. And so could scalar energy be used to completely eliminate the need for radio waves and electromagnetic energy? A man by the name of Thomas Moray, a scalar energy researcher, developed scalar energy radios. And he was able to um, actually hear a broadcast from Admiral Byrd in Antarctic. Wow. Meaning what? You don't need a satellite when you're tapping into a scalar wave. Mm -hmm. So with, with his genius, Thomas Moray, he was able to capture, let's call them sound waves, scalar energy sound waves, and pick up a signal anywhere in the world. Now, this was prior to the advent of a satellite. Mm -hmm. So Thomas Moray in the state of Utah could eavesdrop on a conversation from Admiral Byrd at the South Pole in Antarctic. That's quite fantastic. And, and there was no loss of signal in so doing. <clears throat> so the new telecommunications paradigm will be a scalar energy a paradigm for telecommunications. Fantastic. So there's, there's all kinds of possibilities for yeah. us. You know, everything we've, we've done with electricity, we can, we can perform it at a, a much more uh, efficient fashion with scalar energy. At pennies on the dollar, mm -hmm. without any deleterious side effects. There, there are some frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies that are not advised. So scalar energy is, is a safe energy, super abundant, and without any carbon footprint. Excellent. So you mentioned about chakras, uh, the scalar energy being able to clear chakras and balance chakras. Can you tell us more about? Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe the human mind, thought, and the seven chakras are composed of scalar energy or this divine energy. In other words, how do we think? What is a thought? It's, to me, it's a broadcast of scalar energy. We have seven, if you will, vortices, chakra points, meridians. What, com what comprises those seven meridians? It's scalar energy. So scalar energy intelligence, human thought, and scalar energy intelligence, the seven chakras, are the driving force, the animating force of thinking and our chakras. Now, pursuant to what you're doing, if we can correct the chakras with the scalar energy instrument, put those chakras in balance, that helps many people with anxiety issues, with depression issues, with phobia, with, uh, with, with some type of addiction. Mm -hmm. So if we correct the brain, if we correct the meridians, then we correct human behavior. Mm -hmm. 
Excellent. Um, so would scalar energy, would you, would it, would you recommend people do say a practice like Qigong or meditation to enhance the effects? Yeah, I think everybody in the world should pray. I pray every day. What is prayer? It's a broadcast of scalar energy. What is prayer? Scalar intelligence. Mm -hmm. And once we realize the way we think, the way we pray, is the world that we create. Yeah. If you think positively, if you pray for positive outcomes, you pray to God, that sets up a force field. That sets up a chain of events. And that is the world we create. If there's evil in your heart, there's going to be evil in your life and evil in the world. It's so simple. It's so simple. I, I realize there's problems in the world, but let's try and correct those problems. Let's not, let's not put gasoline on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And again, doing the chakra clearing that can help removing that evil and that badness from from people's hearts and minds. Exactly. Exactly. I don't so some people just don't realize how their thought process will will set up their lifestyle, will will encourage a certain lifestyle. You have to break that cycle. Mm -hmm. You've got to get away from that negativity. If, if you're in a bad habit, do something to break that cycle. See, this is what my hope is scalar energy. With corrective intelligence, we can correct phobias. We can correct vice. We can correct addiction. You've got to break that, that stronghold. In many ways, it's a spiritual um, battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Does scalar energy form matter? Yes. Scalar energy is responsible for the formation of all matter. I believe scalar energy is responsible for all chemical bonds, all atomic bonds, all molecular bonds, from everything from a covalent bond, ionic bond. In other words, there's intelligence behind all matter. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's hydrogen sulfur, carbon, I don't care if it's a macromolecule or a galaxy. There's order, there's intelligence. And what is that? That formative intelligence is scalar energy. Scalar energy forms, maintains the smallest atom. Scalar energy assembles, maintains the largest galaxy. Before you have an end result, you have to have intelligence. Mm -hmm. So the intelligence precedes action. It is scalar intelligence that's responsible for the order of the universe. Excellent. So it keeps everything together, keeps everything in place. Yes, exactly. It's order out of chaos, yes. And that only makes sense. You know, if, if you look at the eloquence of, of the physical universe, there's such harmony. You know, everything is well proportioned. Everything is in order. As long as man doesn't get involved and try and change that natural order. I mean, I, I, I took my dog for a walk this morning. The trees are beautiful. Nature is beautiful. The clouds are beautiful. The sky is beautiful. Everything shows God's handiwork. This is God's intelligence. 
So once we find our way into that paradigm, this divine energy, we essentially become masters of the universe. This is divine intelligence. Find your way into a scalar energy paradigm, and, and we are able then to control this divine intelligence. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, so how does scalar energy relate to time? If you look at a scalar wave, it's a double helix. It, 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 if you will, in ratio and proportion, it's identical to DNA. And when you rotate that double helix in one direction, time moves forward. Rotate that double helix in the opposite direction, time moves backwards. So time is the result. Time is dependent upon scalar energy. The flow of scalar energy is responsible for the flow of time. Mm -hmm. So time is the effect. Time is the result. The cause is scalar energy. There's a cause and effect relationship. Time is dependent upon scalar energy. Scalar energy is the animating force. Scalar energy serves as the instructions for time. So would it be possible to harness scalar energy for time travel? Yes. Yes. Yeah. There is a Russian scientist, Viktor Gravenikov. He developed a scalar energy anti-gravity platforms. And in so doing, those, those platforms allowed him to move around at an incredible uh, speed, velocity, and he never had any G-forces because he was within this local environment of scalar energy. So uh, uh, in respect to time travel, well, he automatically was time traveling when on this scalar energy platform. Mm -hmm. He observed any time he was aloft on this anti-gravity levitating platform, his wristwatch did not show time. His wristwatch stood still. Time stood still. Yeah. So Grabenikov proved by those experiments that when he was in an anti-gravity scalar energy force field, time did not factor. Time did not advance. Time stood still. Um, and, and by virtue of the fact that his wristwatch, time never advanced, we see that he was outside of time. He was no longer subject to time. So that's time travel. Excellent. So harnessing the harnessing scalar energy holds the key to many, many things then. It holds the key to that. Yes, I believe scalar energy, once we embrace this energy, it will be, in many ways, the crowning jewel. It, it will be a, a technological achievement, and most importantly, a, an advancement for mankind. The human race, humanity will advance, and we will overcome, we will solve many of our problems. Fantastic. Excellent. Um, so... Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Any other information? Uh, uh, I have a website, scalarlight.com. Anybody in the world can visit the website. You're going to email us your photograph. 
And in so doing, we'll assemble nutrients, we'll balance your meridians, and we will uh, identify and eradicate germs, microbes. So scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R. Visit the website. You can upload your photograph. You can send photographs of your pets. Uh, get permission for, from your family members. And then you decide what merit this type of technology is. My goal is to introduce scalar energy to the world. And I'm trying, one of the methods is by way of free sessions. So my website has free sessions. So if, if you will, uh, avail yourselves of that all. Excellent. Thank you, Tim. Uh, and I'll also put a link to the website in the show notes on all the platforms. Okay. This podcast. Um, so thank you for joining us today. Um, thank you. Could you uh, tell everyone your website address? Yeah, yeah. again, it's scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. I've written probably 300 articles about my work. I believe it's uh, indeed groundbreaking research. And the key, people, the key is to pr produce a change, to improve the human condition. That's the key behind my work. I hope you enjoy what I uh, have to present to the world. Thank you, Tom. Are you on social media at all? Yeah, you'll find that on my homepage. There's, there's four or five handles there. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much for Thank joining you. us today. Thanks for your time.